Now on Radio Italia Uno. It's time for Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. An hour where we have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build, and increase your business. Right now, on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, and thank you for listening. The reason why we say good morning, good afternoon, and good night is because we are lucky enough to be in about 25 different countries, podcasted through uh, Podcast City, thanks to Ron, and of course on Radio Italia Uno in Adelaide. So uh, thank you very much for listening, and thank you also to the people that sent me some emails. I got some (laughs) very interesting messages this week. It was really interesting. We had last week or this month, the last couple of months, uh, we've had different people on and then we had two hypnotherapists, one after another. And the reason why I did that, because because of COVID and because of all around the world, people are getting more and more anxiety and, and stress and, and tension and, and a whole lot of other things are being built up. And family, um, we've been so lucky in South Australia, but in Victoria, they've had a lot of people home and uh, homeschooling and all that sort of stuff. So what happened was the parents are really stressed out, but the children are even more stressed out, relationships and all that's happening. So, and of course, November is mental, or October, November is mental health month in Australia here. So we talk about mental health and mental health has become a really, really big issue. So that's why I asked two different uh, uh, hypnotherapists to come on to, so that people can think of other ways of helping themselves, you know, alternative therapies or whatever. And it was interesting, Dana was in here, which is, I'm lucky to say, is my wife, and uh, Dana was here, and I got this comment saying, I heard her voice, immediately felt better. (laughs) So, you know, I just want to say thank you for that. But also, the fact is that what she was saying and a couple of the topics you were talking about were relevant to people, and it really surprised me. I got about 10 emails all about the one subject. And normally we get, you know, one or two about one thing and something else that we said and then something else. And even I say, well, did I say that? (laughs) You know, but then I realised that we've had people ask me questions about the guest that we had. And, but it was like three months earlier. It just took them that long to, or something else triggered them to, to, you know, write or send me a message. So thank you, and I always say thank you to the people that send me messages, and I always respond. It's rarely that I don't respond, you know, if I don't get it or it goes into junk or whatever, then I'll find it, and if I find it, I'll certainly answer. The other thing I'm saying, if you do send me a message and I don't respond, please, please send me another message because it means that I haven't received it or something's happened with my computer like it did a couple of weeks back, and I've had like a fortnight of really struggling to try and get my computer up to date. It's really incredible how bad I am with computers. <laughs> but look, um, today I'm really, really lucky we've got a special guest today. So I want to introduce our special guest. Our special guest today is Lyndon Holland. And Lyndon has got a really interesting background and what he's doing now is really fantastic. And what I'm trying to do with this whole Happy Business Radio is about being happy at work and being happy with what you're doing. And also, if you're not, change it and change it now. Don't complain about somebody else. Don't complain about the boss. Don't complain about where you're working or why you're working or whatever. You do something about it and only you can do something about it. So, you know, I'm not going to pull any punches. I mean, it's really up to you. Now, Lyndon, welcome to the program. 
Thank you, Peter. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And the reason why we say that is because people are listening to this in their own time zone. Uh, at the moment, it's uh, Radio Italia Uno from 2 till 3 every Monday on local radio and on your PCs or wherever you are around Australia listening to it or around the world. But, uh, of course, you can listen to it on podcast uh, through uh, the Facebook page of uh, Happy Business Radio and, of course, thanks to Ron from Podcast City. And people are listening to this. Like I said, we, we get emails and we get messages and we've spoken to people at different universities at different times. And so I know for a fact that there's at least 25 different countries because I've got emails and messages from those places. Now, Lyndon, you are doing something quite interesting and work-wise and all the rest of it but you've come from an interesting background this is what people don't always realize they think that you have to go to university you have to study you have to do this you have to do that or you're going to come from a really good background right now i'm not saying you didn't come from a good background but i'm saying you come from a little old country town yes that's true i do come from a little old country town i was brought up in Wayala, which is uh, up in the iron triangle yep across the the peninsula uh, until I was about 13 and then I moved to Adelaide to live with my mum and went to Woodville High and graduated there at uh, year 10, yeah. I think. Well, for the people that around the world that don't know, Wyala is over 300 kilometres away from Adelaide. It's way out on the peninsula, but it's it's uh, up in a desert region. It really is a desert region out there. It's like, you know, and, and it's an iron ore town. It's a smelter town. So it's not a really, it's an industrial place, you know, it's an industrial place. And, of course, it, most people think it's a really rough place. And, and I'm sure when you were a kid it was, you know. Today it's cleaned up itself and it's become a, quite a good city, you know, quite an interesting city. But previously it was quite a rough place. So when I say you come from a rough background... And the reason why I say that, because not everybody is born with a silver spoon in their mouth and everybody's got the opportunity to do what you've done. Yes, and I think that's what it is, is, is taking the opportunity. So for me, uh, moving from Wyala, from a, a separated family to come here and, and go to school here, I certainly made a lot more friends and, and learnt a lot more. From, um, from year 10 school at, at Woodville High School helped me obtain a job uh, in sheet metal work. Uh, I then worked at... Stratco sheet metal for, mm-hmm. for some years, and that was uh, very challenging. Right. So that's interesting. So when you left school, you just went and got a job? Yeah, so school helped me get a job. Uh, yep. That was the sort of thing we did when I was uh, 14 or 15. We, mm-hmm. we went to work. We were always workers, always labourers throughout my family and family history. Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents encouraged me to go to work. Just so get a job. I did, yeah. Just get a job. So it's interesting also, just before we went on air, we were just talking, and uh, this is what I want the people listening to understand. It's some people, you have to get a job, or people say, you've got to get a job, you've got to get a job. Well, some people say, I don't have to get a job. Nowadays, people don't think that way anymore. Where when you and I were kids, where it was about getting a job, staying with the same firm f- until you get the gold watch, you know, after 25 years of working for the same company, they used to give you a gold watch, you know. <laughs> Nowadays, that's gone by. But the point is, that was the old philosophy, you know, that was the old way of doing things. That, or you stay with the same company for 25 years and you retire, and they give you a big present and say, thank you very much, you're retired, go on a pension, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever. But you've had several different jobs. Now, yeah, I, I have, Peter. I've had a lot of jobs. My grandfather was one of those people that got the golden watch, yeah. and, and I've still got the picture of it at home yeah. in the frame. 
it's something I aspired to when I was there. <laughs> and going, I'm going to get the golden watch. Well, that's just never happened. Here I am. I, I've worked for myself now for nearly 40 years. Yes. And uh, it's just been an incredible journey with lots of challenges and trying to understand how to to build a business and progress and do all those sorts of things. It's, it's had lots of ups and downs, Peter, lots of tears and lots of blood and lots of hard work. Lyndon, what's, what's really important to me to get out there to the audience that's listening to this is that it's not just about getting a job. It's about doing what you want to do. So if you're not happy with what you're doing, look at what you can do to change. And you might not be able to change straight away today, but there's no reason why you can't change thinking that I want to get a better job and start acting towards that. You know, Now, you were doing sheet metal work and you were working out in the sun, I think you said, and then all of a sudden... Yeah, you tell the story because you sell it better yeah, than me. Yeah, look, <laughs> I was working out in the sun. I was working at Stratco Sheet Metal, which was just down on Richmond Road. My job at the time, uh, I used to cold roll form roofing and yeah. then I used to build the crates in which the pipes and the roofing would go in and mm -hmm. bend them. So, And I used to build them from scratch. So it would be 35 or 40 degrees outside and inside that factory, factory would be 55 really or 60 <laughs> degrees and it was a stinker. Yeah. And after a while, I said to myself, I just can't do this anymore. It's it, This is really hard work. Yeah. And I understood what my father went through and, and those people went through. And I wanted something a little bit different, something a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So I started to look. I, I did a, a stint at a barbecue centre called the Barbecue Centre for a few weeks and got yeah. the taste of you know, going to work, not smelling of kerosene <laughs> and dirty fingers and hands all day long and having splinters and cuts you know, throughout mm -hmm. my hands and arms all the time. Because those days we didn't wear gloves, we didn't wear glasses and we didn't wear safety glasses and that sort of stuff. Yes, we <coughs> didn't know what occupational health and safety was in those days. <laughs> we just did the job and we kept doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then I was working 12 or 14 hours a day, six days a yeah. week. I moved on from that, as I said, and, and went to the barbecue centre for a short period of time. And I got the taste for not having to have the, the kerosene and the dirt and the smell and the 12 or 14 hours a day. Then I decided that I'd look around for something that I would enjoy. enjoy better. Yeah. I wasn't educated. It wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. People wouldn't give me a job anywhere. I managed to uh, snag a job at City Mazda in their finance and insurance department mm -hmm. with a gentleman who helped me out over the next two or three year, years see mm -hmm. what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. From there, I, I progressed and I went to Sydney for a year and had some exposure to the big smoke, so to speak. Right. Then came back to Adelaide and started my own uh, insurance practice yep. because I was uh, passionate about people having correct insurance, having uh, claims paid yeah. and yep. security and all those sorts of things. Well, that's interesting because the fact is that We've been saying all along about happy business, about being happy with what you're doing. Look at if you're not happy, what can you do? Because don't worry about somebody else doing it, but what can you do to change? What do you have to do? Who do you have to talk to? Like you said, you, you found a mentor. You found somebody who said, here, look, let me show you what to do. And he helped you. And then all of a sudden you, you went from this little country town to, to the big city and then from the, the big city to a huge city of Sydney, which is, you know, one of the biggest cities in Australia or the biggest city in Australia. And then, of course, you um, did a lot of things while you were there and then you came back to Adelaide and re-established yourself again. So 
it just goes to prove that people don't realise how much time they lose. You know, I was talking to somebody today, although I was on a building site today, working with some other builders, and one of the guys there, I can honestly say, has had a rough upbringing, right? Very rough upbringing. He's been with the wrong crowd for, for too, too long. And I said to him, I said, you know, like, I used to be 40 and now I'm 70. I said, you know, like those 30 years... I don't know where they went. I really don't. And he went, oh, oh, you know, and I just try and explain to him that when you're 20, you think that 30 is old, you know, but then you get 40 and you think, oh, I'm still, I'm only 40. So you really, wherever, whatever age you're at, now is the time to make the change. Now is the time to look at what you want to do. It's funny, I was just talking to Ron while we were waiting for you at the door and he was saying he's just found his passion you know, he's doing podcasting, he's doing Podcast City, he's doing Podcast Radio. You know, it's fantastic. And I, I said to him, I really admire the way he's grown his business just in the last couple of years. And in the last year or so, it's quadrupled. You know, and this is COVID <laughs> we're talking about. And his business has doubled and doubled again just in this last year. A yeah, challenging time for you, Ron. Well done. Yeah. No, the thing is that what I admired about you is the fact that you keep changing what you're doing. And although, you know, you've been in insurance for 40 years or associated insurance, you've not just done that. You've added a lot of other things to it. So what we'll do, we're going to have to take a break because the time's gone 15 minutes. It's gone already. <laughs> but what we'll do, we'll come back and we'll talk about some of the other things that you've added to what you're doing. Radio Italia Uno and Brazier Mobility present The Voice of Italy's Legends, Music and Extravaganza. Saturday, November the 20th at Woodville Town Hall. After last year's successful show, this one promises to be even better. Featuring great classics of Italian music with performances by Teresa De Gennaro, Paolo Mascia, René Albuino, Angel Manzella, Emma Peluso, Mambo Italiano, Nina Fantasia, Angela Cutri, Rocco Carpentieri, Sebastian Votino, Michele Battista, Pasquale Battista, and Daniela Fontana Rosa, hosted by Marta Markowska. Saturday, 20th of November, doors open at 6:30 p.m. Tickets are $40 per person. With limited seating, tickets will sell fast. Book yours by calling 8212-3177. 8212-3177. The Voice of Italy is proudly sponsored by Brazier Mobility, specializing in tailored vehicle solutions to keep you active. Radio Italia Uno, the surprises never end. Better, better for life. As your parents get older, at some stage it's likely they'll need your help. At Southern Cross Care, we'd love to help you help them. Our wide range of quality home care services are designed to take care of mum and dad, their health, home and even garden. We're compassionate, capable, police checked and proudly South Australian. If you want the best home care for your parents, call 1-800-852-772 or visit southerncrosscare.com.au. Better, better, better for life. Foodland's owned by South Australian families like mine. Like our second home, we ensure our stores are safe. Great families, great locals and great food lives here. Foodland, the mighty South Aussies, yeah! Hi, I'm Matt McQuinley. Join me each Monday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. for Change the World with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno. 
We focus on changing the world for the better by taking personal responsibility, destroying victim philosophy, canceling cancel culture, and by discussing as well as listening to each other on topics like leadership, cultural trends, beliefs, business, history, world events, and more. Change the world with Matt McQuinley on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Ti piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te. Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Salerno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for listening around the world on podcast as well. And of course, please support the people that support us. Like I keep saying, we are here in Adelaide for Radio Italia Uno every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. The radio station is here 24 hours a day. And we would love to advertise your product or your services. And, of course, if you want to sponsor the radio, we're more than happy to have you sponsoring the radio or sponsoring this program. We are looking to help you sponsor and support. So please support the people that support this radio station. Now, we're talking with our special guest today, which is Lyndon Holland. Now, Lyndon has had, like I said, a, quite a, a checkered background or quite a, a career of changing jobs and, you know, coming from a... A country town, of, uh, you know, uh, over 300 kilometres away from Adelaide in a desert region, moving to Adelaide when he was 13, 14 years of age, going to Woodville High School. And uh, I'm not saying it in any derogative way, but Woodville is an area which is uh, near what used to be the Holden factory. And a lot of people there were uh, workers, shift workers, factory workers from that area. And like you said, your grandfather went to work and uh, worked for the same place for 25 years or more. And after 25 years, they used to give a gold watch or they used to give him a present or something after 25 years of service. And, you know, they used to think, oh, wow, very proud. And that's what I'm going to look forward to. And you said you were indoctrinated almost with that way of thinking. Yeah, I was. And I mean... uh after changing my thoughts, after working you know, hard labour for, for a short period of time, I, as I said, I, I moved on. I moved on to City Mazda in finance and insurance and then went to Sydney and, and did the same similar thing there and became a fleet manager at City Ford, which was one of the, or probably still is, the largest Ford dealership network in the country. Mm-hmm. From there, I, uh, I decided that I was going to come home and settle down. Uh, Mum missed me, yep. so I, I came <laughs> back to Adelaide. And I, I started my own business. And one of the things I found, Peter, when I started business was when you start a business, you need a mentor. You yes. need a coach. You need somebody to help you build the processes and the procedures mm-hmm. and get you to a stage in life where you know Sort of show you the going. steps, yeah. But you need those steps. Look, and I always say, I wish, I wish I had a mentor. I wish I had somebody who could have taken me under their wing and said, hey, Pete, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? I did have, I did have a, a manager that at one stage I had a manager who did take me under his wing a little bit and said, look, Peter... You're, you're pretty good, but you could be much better if you did this, this, this and this, if you had these sort of things in place. And then we started doing some plans, you know, and, and that's when I my business took off, you know. But you hearing you say it, 
I just wish people out there would take it on board, you know. Look, it's, it's, it's how a business changes and, and how a business develops. You talk to people about a business plan <clears> or you talk to them about their purpose and their direction and they just go, well, yes, it's all in the back of my head and, and I know where I'm going. This living document is yeah. something that you need to address on a regular basis with another person who's outside mm. of what you do so that they can keep you accountable and give you that discipline to keep moving. Yes. I mean, the likes of people like Grant Cardone was broke, so broke he had three or four dollars left before yeah. he decided that he needed to have a plan. And it changed his life. The guy's mm -hmm. a, a billionaire now. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, Jerry Harvey <coughs> yes. uh, at Harvey Norman started off selling vacuum cleaners in the Blue Mountains in New South Wales. Uh, Jerry's a, a friend of mine and he decided to build a business plan and have a vision. Mm -hmm. You need to have that vision. Yes. And then on that vision, you need to build your plan and you need to know where you're going and how you're doing it and define it. Own it. Yes. Really let me important. just let me just say something. I didn't ask you to say that. Sorry. So no, the reason why I'm saying this because this is what I say every every week, every episode. I say get a mentor, get a coach, get a get somebody. Go from one coach to another coach to another coach. Don't stay with the same coach very long. You know, it's like I use, you know, Leighton Hewitt as a great tennis player when he was young. He was a South Australian. He was number one in the world for a short period of time. But the fact is he was number one. You know, that doesn't matter. He got to number one. But when he first started, his father was his coach. When he was about 12, he sacked his father and said, I want to be the junior champion. I, I, I need another coach. When he became junior champion, he said, I want to be senior champion. So I, he sacked his coach. And when he became senior champion, he said, I want to be number one. As soon as he became number one, he sacked his coach. And people say, but you love this man. He said, I do. He said, but, you know, he's taking you to number one. He did. But now you sacked him. I did. <laughs> I said, why? He said, because now I want to stay at number one. You see? It's not be number one. I'm there. I want to stay at number one. So he got a different coach. When he dropped out of the rankings and dropped right down low, guess what? He went back to his original coach and said, right now, I want you to take me back to number one or back to the top. And that's what people don't understand. They think that every coach is the same. They think that every mentor is the same. And, you know, now with your business, that when you started like life insurance and, and insurance, then you've done a lot of other things within that insurance umbrella, we could, we could call it, wouldn't it? Yeah, look, I've since learned that Education isn't such a bad thing, although you do listen to some billionaires who say that education is not the key to, to anything. But certainly it teaches you some things and some fundamentals that you need to use in some businesses like mine. Depending what you mean by education. Because education is not necessarily what you learn at school or not necessarily what you learn at university. But you're educated about your particular topic or your particular service or your particular industry. That's still education. Yeah, and that, I mean, that's really important. I mean, I'm doing my double masters at the moment and I've done, you know, five or six uh, advanced diplomas on the way. But one of the things you, you talk about is, is education and one of the important things that people need to understand is that education doesn't teach you how to run a business. Mm -hmm. So if you're a, a doctor or you're a, a shop owner or a, a lawyer or something like that, they don't teach you how 
to run a business. They don't mm. teach you how to do the books. They don't teach you how to manage your finances. They don't teach you how to manage conflict. They don't That's teach right. you all these things that you really need to learn. Yes. So you do mm. need to grasp that and you do need to grab a hold of it. That's what I'm saying about education mm. is different to some of the stuff they teach at school. Yes. It's the stuff you learn on the job, you know, and, and how to be happy, how to have the right people working for you. Now, you've got quite a few staff that over the years you've employed a lot of people. And even now, I think you've got what, 14, 15 staff, you know, so to, just to keep that many people happy, <laughs> it's not easy. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's had its ups and downs over the years. I mean, there was a time where we had uh, several offices around the corner and uh, during COVID, everybody's decided they wanted to go home and work from home. So mm -hmm. they're kind of sort of, you know, studying and, and, and doing other bits and pieces. The, the industry's changing and it's becoming a lot more remote. So mm -hmm. staff are, are finding other options and looking for different things to do now. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and that's, I mean, <clears throat> in a way it's a good thing. In a way it's a good thing. But it's certainly a thing of the future. Like portable offices, all you need now is a phone and a computer and you do everything from anywhere. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, we've had Skype for... 15 years or 18 years and yeah. it's only until we had COVID hit that we started to discover the likes of Zoom, Zoom and, and team <laughs> meetings and those sorts of things. But the technology has been around for many, many yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And and similar sort of technology. I remember there was things where you used to type something and somebody used to read it and I used to read what they were typing. I actually wrote a book with some friends in Malaysia by doing that uh, over that uh, um I can't remember even what it was called those days, but you'd type something and they could read what you were saying and then you say, okay, do this, I'll send you a chapter, right? what's your chapter going to be about? Yeah, all right, all right. And then we'd read what was said and then I'd say, great, great, get off the computer and I'd start, or get off that thing and started on, on the word process and start typing away. You're not talking about a typewriter or are you talking about Morse code? No, 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 I'm talking about <laughs> using my computer. <laughs> I actually did learn. <laughs> but they're, they're the sort of things that we did, you know. So now we're, we're going to have to take another break already because 10 minutes are up so fast. But we'll come back and talk about more of the other things that you've done in your business to keep your staff happy. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Ron. Yo. Ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone, delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone, Granito, Marmo, Caesar Stone, Unique Stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique Stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now. 8266-2280. Unique Stone. We won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. When you hear the name Bocelli Cafe, you think an Adelaide institution, a family restaurant that's been providing the finest Italian cuisine for almost two decades. Coffee of the highest quality and staff that treat you like family. Spacious, COVID-safe indoor dining and a fully heated outdoor area. The kitchen is always prepared for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Parking's a dream. Bocelli Cafe Restaurant, 81 to 83 Hutt Street, Adelaide. Call them, 8232 to book. Or follow Bocelli on Facebook and Instagram. Have you heard of podcasts? Podcasts are like having a personal radio station that people can listen to on demand about topics they are interested in. And now thanks to Podcast City, you can record your own podcast 
and have your own on-demand radio show. You can use our professional recording equipment at the studios of Radio Italia Uno, or Podcast City can come to your location with our mobile studio. Podcast City can just record your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 8212317 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Get ready, Australia, for the Now We're Talking show. I'm Cherie Rowett. I'm Susan Knapp. And I'm Elizabeth Elames. We have inspirational interviews, empowerment campaigns. And we love keeping the conversation going. Join us every Thursday at 6pm at Radio Italia Uno. 87.6 FM Adelaide. Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Thank you, thank you very much for listening and of course thank you for... Um, being here with us today and of course on podcast so if you miss anything or you want to hear it again the idea is to go to our facebook page and look up uh, happy business radio on happy business radio you can go back and listen to the podcast as many times as you like get out all this information that our special guest today has been uh, handing out and of course other previous guests have spoken about lots of things uh, similar to what we're talking about today and one of the things we talk about all the time is really how to be happy and how to be happy at work, how to keep your employees happy, how to keep the boss happy, how to keep the staff and more importantly, the customers happy because if you keep the customers happy, they will just bring more and more clients to you all the time. So, Lyndon, thanks for being with us, of course, because it's, it's a real pleasure to have you here because I know that you've got a wealth of information and we've only just scratched to scratch, not even scratched to scratch. You've been in business for over 40 years, like I said, by yourself or for yourself, but you've employed a lot of staff. And the biggest problem we, we have is trying to keep our staff happy or trying to keep our staff. So what are some of the secrets that you've used or what are some of the techniques you've used or other than just bribe and blackmail? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the biggest secret I had was I joined with a business partner called Kate, Kate Edgar looked after the staff and, and did all of that and managed all of that because I was the people's person and went to see the people and Kate was just a, a great manager of people. So I surrounded myself with the people who could perform the job and, and get it done. And it's really important. And you when you do a business plan and you have a business coach and a mentor, these sorts of things will come out. And I was always too close or too friendly um, and then you get too cranky with the staff. Um, so, you know, Kate has managed that for many, many years and God bless her, she's done a wonderful job over the 20 years she's been with me. I've got to meet this lady. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what this is all about. And, I mean, 
You know, I couldn't have scripted it better. Thank you. You've just said it so well. And I hope people are taking notice because that's that's what I keep saying all the time. Get yourself a coach. Get yourself a mentor. Get yourself uh, the, the right people around you. Surround yourself with the right people. I mean, I, I've mentioned here with Ron and a couple of the other people here, time and time again I talk to people as, a, you know, go in there as a consultant and I say to them, look, you know, this person, you've got the wrong person in the job or this person's not doing you the, you know, any favours by answering your phone. Don't let this person ever answer the phone or don't let this person go out and talk to clients because they just don't do you any favours. And they go, oh, 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 but he's been here for 25 years. Well, keep him in the background, you know. And, yeah. and you've got to have the right people for the right job. Now, if the guy is working and doing work, and it doesn't matter what industry you're in, you know, there, there are some people who are very good at what they do. Let them do it. There are some people who are very bad at what they do. Just move them on <laughs> or, you know, retrain them or something like that. Talk to them and have a have a chat and say, well, what could you do better? You know, how, what could we do better to help you? So, and the fact that you've surrounded yourself with the right people, that's like, take my hat off to you because that, yeah. small, most people will say to me, I'm surrounded by idiots. <laughs> and I say, but you're the idiot that employed them. You're the idiot that put them on the job. Yeah. Small yeah. business needs to do that. I mean, and, you know, you need to listen to them. You've seen you've seen the Gordon Ramsay shows when he yeah. comes in and he throws people out of the kitchen and that sort of stuff. And, and that, that really <coughs> literally has to happen sometimes in small business. You you lose focus on what you should be and, and you just do whatever you've done every day. Mm. And the business doesn't grow. To do that, you need to get rid of the, the poison and that's what the Gordon Ramsay show does. He just comes in and says, this is where it's going wrong. Fix it and you'll get it right. It's what a business coach and a mentor does and that's what you need to do, especially if you're starting a business or you've got a family business that's no longer growing or going backwards. Mm. Well, quite a few years ago, my wife and I were watching one of those shows. I can't remember exactly what it was called, but it was one of the, our multimillionaires or billionaire from Australia who ran this show as a, as a coach. And he'd, he'd go in and, and look at the business and he'd say, okay, right, get out. I've got my team of men or my, my trade people will come in, my decorator will come in and you'll have a brand new business overnight, literally. And, you know, over two or three days, they would do it over the weekend or whatever it was. And then uh, on the Monday and Tuesday, then he'd coach him for a whole month or whatever, you know, and that was part of the TV show. And I used to love watching that. And it wasn't on regularly. It was only on every so often that I got a chance to watch it. And one night we were watching it with my wife and this lady had a florist and she said, she had decorated and all the rest of it, and the counter was right at the back of the stop, and the flower, the flowers all out the front and all the rest of it. And he said, "What are you doing out there?" She said, "Well, this is where the counter is. This is where the cash register is." And he said, "But you should be out here. People walk past, pick up a flower, and pay and move on. You know, they don't want to walk all the way down to the back of the shop to see you, and and they don't want to be tempted. They just want to pick it up and go." And it, and she said but I decorated the shop and this is how I want it. <laughs> and he said, what are you doing? And then she put up these logs at the front of the shop. She had these like railway sleepers, right, set up in front of the shop, like a big bench, right? But it was like a wall. So people couldn't even see over the top of it to see all the, all the beautiful flowers she had in the shop. He said, you've got to take all this out so people look in and they can see right to the back of the shop. They can see what they want and they'll come in and get it. Oh, but this is mine and I paid $1,000 for it or something. He said, I'll give you $1,000 and get rid of it. 
<laughs> it was so ridiculous. It was, like I'm saying to my wife, can you hear what she's saying? And he said, yeah. I said, can you hear why? Can you hear what he's saying? Can you understand why? And she said, no. And I said, well, pay attention now. You'll, we'll both learn something, you know. And just by watching that one program, I picked up a swag of things, you know, that I could tell my clients what to do and what not to do. And every time I watched that program, you know, and this guy was a hairdresser, you know, a really posh hairdresser in Sydney. And the same thing, he didn't want to change a thing. You know, he, he wanted the mirrors to be where they were. He wanted something up there and something else somewhere else. And his shop ended up being like a secondhand shop. You know, it was so much stuff in it. He said, you've got to disclutter all this stuff. And when, the, when they went in and cleaned it all out, bang, in no time at all, all his customers think, oh, wow, this looks much different. I feel much better here now. Not so much clutter, you know. And people just don't understand that. No, they don't. I mean, small businesses don't understand that because they're doing what they've been doing for so long and they, they always thought it was successful. And this is where you need your business coach or your mentor to start disturbing you every couple of years <laughs> so you can actually throw out all the old rubbish and start again. I've got a house that's so full of clutter, one of the bedrooms that has a bed in it somewhere is so full of stuff, <laughs> I just need to get rid of it. And this is what you need to understand in business. So it's it's you've got a great point. Talking about that, the other day on one of the radio stations, somebody was asking, how many pairs of shoes do you have? And this lady was saying 300. Somebody said, like, 3,000? You know, one lady, her she wouldn't confess, but her husband came on and said she still got her shoes from when she was a little girl. She's never, ever got rid of them. In his shed... Right, which was a four-car garage, is just enough room for one car to squeeze into and he never puts it in there anymore. Four-car garage full of junk, junk which is her old clothing, her old shirts, her old shoes, her old stuff, and she's hoarded stuff. And they, and they, they couldn't show a picture of it, but they said, we're going to take a photograph and put it on our webpage, right? But they, it's a four-car garage, chock-a-block from the door right up to the ceiling to the back, full of all her junk that she's accumulated over the years. But the house is even worse. They've got a four-bedroom house, and there's only one bedroom that they're using. Three bedrooms, a chock-a-block from floor to ceiling, he said, with all stuff that she's accumulated and just keeps putting in boxes and, and throwing it in and closing the door. Oh, my God. You I know, don't want to see and, that and vision. No, but see, and I remember seeing a program on television about, you know, the decluttering and stuff like that, you know, and there was somebody from England that came out here, a couple of ladies that used to go through people's houses, and they got paid thousands. It you declutters know. your life. Eh? It declutters your life. It cleans your life. It's yeah. like a... And like you said, a, a good coach, a good mentor would do that for your business. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. And you need it done. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, uh, all my mentors that I've had over the years, like I said, when I was younger, I didn't have one. But as soon as I, I picked the mentor, I knew, and then I, I just kept getting lots of them. And they've all said the same thing. And the difference between a millionaire and a multimillionaire is really just one click. It's just one one click, one idea, one one thing that just went on and on and became multi, you know. And the the same thing between a multimillionaire and a billionaire is just a, a couple more deals, you know, one extra deal that you get that just compounds and becomes a billionaire. And the difference between a billionaire and a multi-billionaire is the same. Once you start doing those sort of deals, you chase more of those big deals and they compound and you become like that. Now, 
I know that you've been around for a long time in your business and I'm sure you've helped a lot of people as well. So we're going to take a break and we'll come straight back and talk about some of those things very quickly. At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Dalia Uno and you'll receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find a large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, I'm Jamie Limura. I'm Lee Harrison. Join us every second Sunday night from 7pm on Negative Camber, the official motorsport show of Scuderia Ferrari Club Adelaide. Whether it's karting, supercars, MotoGP, Formula One, we talk all the latest news and results in the motorsport world. Negative Camber, every second Sunday from 7pm on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Peter Saluno on Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Radio Italia Uno every Monday from 2 till 3 and, of course, on uh, uh, Facebook and on uh, Happy Business Radio through Podcast City. So you can go back and listen to as many episodes as you like and uh, send me as many information, any question, anything you want to know about. Let me know and I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. 
of course, please support the people that support us. And of course, if you're looking to advertise any product or service, get in touch with us here at Radio Italia Uno. We are more than happy to help you. We are giving special rates between now and Christmas and right through next year just to get everybody out of COVID and going as fast as they can. And we've got a lot of people that listen to this program. Radio Italia Uno is a 24-hour day radio station right through the Italian community, but also many other communities listen to us because they like the music we play, they like the programs we have, and we've got such a variety of different uh, programs. And, of course, uh, you can hear us on podcasts through Podcast City. Now, my special guest today has been really fantastic. I mean, I'm really pleased that he's given up his time to come and give us a lot of gems. You're just fantastic. You, you've, Lyndon, you've been saying all the things that I've been saying all along. What we talk about is uh, how to be happy in business, how to get the right people around you, how to get a mentor, how to get a coach, how to, and why you need a coach, why you need a mentor. You know, if I keep saying it, people say, oh, yeah. You know, but you've said it without me even asking you, you know. And, of course, Lyndon Holland has been running several different businesses here. So, Lyndon, you tell us about some of the things that you provide for the for your clients. What we do for, for small to medium enterprise is sit down and look at their entire risks. So we look at not only their personal risk but their business risk and, and their risk in business and commercial risks. We put together a risk register for them. We identify... Uh, what risks are sustainable and those that aren't sustainable and those that aren't sustainable, we transfer the risk to what is known as insurance or something else. Mm -hmm. So for a small business, um, we would uh, do a business plan, look at a risk register and then put together their program. Because the last thing they want is in the event that something went wrong is lose everything and that's such a possibility today. The courts are full of them. Yes, yeah. Well, look, if you even half interested, look up CBD Financial Services, CBD Financial Services, and uh, you can uh, ask for Lyndon Holland and, you know, or any one of his assistants will be more than pleased to help you. But you also do with these other members that you, you're working with. So you were going to uh, tell us like a case study that you had recently as well. Yeah, look, risk management's a really important thing and a lot of people when you talk about the insurance or say the word insurance shy off. However, I've, I've got the, the current uh, great story where somebody was suffering from a, a terminal illness and this gentleman was very, very sick. The insurance companies, some insurance companies decided that he wasn't quite terminal ill enough for them to pay out his insurance benefit. So for about 12 or 18 months, we worked with the insurance companies, we worked with specialists and everything else, and it really looked like that he wasn't going to get a benefit payment. I then appealed to a chief executive officer of one of the insurance companies, and that resulted in this man's life being turned around. He was so ill, he couldn't get out of bed, he had ulcers, he was, he was just in a terrible position. He was uh, six foot two and about 175 kilos, so he wow. was a really big, big man. Big man. He was dying. His doctor said, you've got less than six months to live. Anyway, I turned that around by saying to him, if we can get you financially stable and, and in a position where you don't have to work and worry about bits and pieces, would that help? He said yes. Six weeks later, he received a, a cheque uh, in excess of uh, $12 million. Wow. And that was uh, two and a half years ago, and he's still alive today. 
And he puts that down to taking away the financial stress and it's just made a massive difference to his life. Yes. Yeah, well, look, you know, I specialise in laughter and laughter therapy and that's one of the things I've been doing for over 30 years. And I know that today stress is the biggest killer of everything. You know, there's not one disease, one ailment or whatever that's not made worse because of stress or there's not one disease or one ailment that's not made better because of reduction of stress. The stress and the anxiety and all those other things that are being caused in today in today's world, it's just building and building and building and building where people were going around with, say, a stress level of 8 out of 10, right? Now they're going out at 12 out of 10, you know, and some people are, are so stressed out that they're, everything, everything's changing in their bodies, their, their, their relationships, nothing's working, nothing's working. As soon as you reduce the stress, they become a bit calmer, all of a sudden everything starts to work and it's just one button that you need to press and that's the stress button, you know, that little button that just goes, shh, let the pressure down. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, and, and stress does it do it to you. I mean, in the current environment, it's extremely stressful for some people. They've lost their homes, their marriages and other bits and pieces. You know, if that's you, I want to encourage you to get some help and I want you to reach out to people and, and friends, if you've got a, a friend who's silent and a little bit different, I want you to reach out to them and ask them if they're okay because you can turn around their lives and, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. You've just said it really well. Mm. Uh, look, thank you, Lyndon. Lyndon Holland, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. You've you've said all the right things. I mean, you know, I couldn't pay you to say those things. You know, you you and it, it, the people listening, please take note. I mean, I say this every week, but because it's me, they just hear it again and again and again. But because it's somebody like you who's come in, you know, and have been running your own business for over forty years, you've changed different jobs, you've changed within the job, you've you've added extra strings to your bow and even now you're still going to further education you know so i admire that i really respect that and thank you very much for coming in and ron thank you for your help and of course until next week until next time we meet again thank you very much and ciao ciao for now you have been listening to happy business radio with peter salerno Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.